Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. Hello, hello, my radio family, Facebook family, YouTube family, all my family, iPod, no, 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 (laughs) podcast family, hello, hello, I am so excited for my guest, first of all, let me get this correct, my name is Velika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen, and we are here with the Velika B Project, and I am so, so, so excited for our guest on today, let me drop the graphic. Oh my God, y'all, look who's in the building. Brother, pastor, JJ Harrison is in the building. I'm so excited to have him on, guys. It's going to be a great interview. I am not going to prolong the time. I am going to drop my brother in. Hey, sir, how are you today? Malika, how you doing, sis? Listen, I'm so excited to have you here. We, we text and talk all the time, but to have you in the presence is so amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, we're having a great season, uh, and I'm I'm truly grateful. Before we start, I want to say I truly appreciate you because everything you do is always professional. It's always done so well. That's why whenever I know I'm doing something, I text you like, "Hey, I need you to put me on because I know it's gonna be right." So thank you for all you do. It's so important to all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being down to earth and available, and like really, you're so available. You like really so touchable, and I love that. Because you have like 11 albums already. And, and you could be like Mr. Ooh-wee, like, mm-mm, 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 but you're so down to earth. And that's what I love about you. And I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, the Ooh-wee people usually get, um, they don't make it to 11. <laughs> like, but because, you know, when you become that untouchable, and that unreachable, um, people don't really care as much because they don't know you as well. So right. we've made it, we've been very intentional about being tangible and, and very down to earth. And, and because of that, we've had longevity. Absolutely. Guys, I am on with gospel recording artist and also pastor J.J. Harrison, such an adult, amazing person. Let's talk about let's first let's get into talking about we spoke about 11 album. Let's talk about the new project that you have not holding back. I'm so excited about this project. It's like you said, it's our 11th record, but it feels like the first one to me um, because it's super special. Uh, first time we recorded, obviously, in a pandemic. Um, anybody, I, I don't know if any one of us that are alive has seen anything like this ever. Um, but fortunately, for creatives, we talked a little bit th- about this offline. Those of us that are creative, we found ourselves to be very busy in this season. 
Um, so this is this project. We really took our time and made it what we wanted it to be. And because of that, I could see like the response is um, so overwhelming with people that are just saying how much they love it, how it's ministering to them. Um, so it's really, I'm really excited about it and I hope everybody goes out and get it. It came out on New Year's Day. I wanted it to come out the day we, the day we hit 2021, I wanted this record to come out and I'm excited about it. Awesome. And the curse, the concert was amazing. I saw the rebroadcast last night and listen, <laughs> your worship, bruh, come on now. Wow. Amazing. That, you know, that concert, it. We, they turn the cameras on and this is what always happens with us. They just turn the cameras and the audio on and just say, you know, let, let God be God. And that's what we do. Um, we never, we don't plan a whole lot. We don't stage a whole lot. We don't do a lot of choreography. Maybe we could to step it up. Maybe once in a while we will, but what we've done is just, you know, start the camera. We know kind of what songs we're going to sing, but we let God have his way. And because of that, we always have an experience. And that's what happened this time. It wasn't just like a concert. It was an experience. Everything you saw, uh, everything you heard, none of it was staged. I mean, Juanita really laid on the floor. <laughs> we we really danced across that stage like we'd never been um, in the presence of God before because we truly appreciate every opportunity we get to be in his presence. And, you know, YP and I, we love each other. So being able to sing together and Worship together is really special to us. So it, everything you saw was authentic. None, none of it was planned. And for those who watched it, thank you so much. Thank you, Valika, for helping it, um, helping people know about it by putting it on your site. And if you still want to see it, it's still available to watch now. Absolutely, yeah. Please go over to JJ. It's on JJ Harrison page, or is it on JJ? It's on the JJ Harrison Facebook page. Yeah. Listen, go over there. Will it be on YouTube too as well? I, I don't think we're going to put it on YouTube. We're actually not going to keep it out on Facebook for too much longer. So if you haven't watched it yet, go check it out because we're going to take it down and start releasing videos individually. Please, it's a treat. So I also want to talk about the um, Not Holding Back project. That's your um, new project that you have. But right now you have a single on radio and it's You're Going to Live. Can you tell us a little bit about that single? Yeah, so You're Going to Live is um, a song. It was written by, it was like a chant. Um, there's a pastor named Antoine Johnson in Baltimore, Maryland. Amazing guy. Um, he's not a musician, not, and he's not a singer or nothing like that. He wasn't even trying to write no song. He mm -hmm. just taught a message. And out of that message, he started singing, You're Gonna Live to See It Happen. And they just caught. So David Wilford, who um, led the song, knows um, Pastor um Andrew, Pastor Antoine Johnson very well. So he said, hey, I want to sing it at World Changers. Mm -hmm. And he sung it at World Changers, was All Nations Worship Assembly World Changers. And it really caused an experience there. So when I heard it, I was like, yo, dude, why don't we just record this song? Uh, here's what the plan was. We recorded a song called Reported the Lord that I wrote, co-wrote with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I said, let's just put a little piece of You're Gonna Live after Reported the Lord. Well, you're going to live one of being 14 minutes of us just dancing and praising God. So, and everyone has listened to the record. They said, that's my favorite song. That song's really ministering to me. So we decided to put it out on radio so it can minister to more people. And I think it's going to really um, be a, 
a declaration that's necessary in this season because mm -hmm. people are afraid. I mean, there are people who have a fear of death, have a fear of what's happening with their finances, have a fear of what's happening socially and politically. Mm -hmm. But we want to encourage everyone to know is that I don't care what's happening. You're going to live to see what God has for you. You will live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. So that's why we wanted to put this song out. And I think it's going to minister to the world. I think so. I, I know so. Not think so. Now yeah. tell us about um, who do you have on this particular record this time around? So I'm super excited about the features on this record because we got um, my boy Travis Green. You know, he's he and I are like really friends. So it's not like, uh, you know, how we have industry friends right. and then you have real friends. So me and him are real cool. Kiera Shearer, the same thing. She's on the record as well. Kiera, so to watch who she's become. Mm -hmm like amazing because she's always and she still is the same sweet humble funny person that she was since she was younger but like she's become a vocal phenomenon like she's singing better now like she has the, all the clark sisters in her voice it's crazy she does, she does. <laughs> so here is on the record uh naomi rain is on the record we um co-wrote the title track not holding back together along with a few other people from maverick city and um, my boy Ronnie Collins. So I'm excited about her being on it. Uh, Rich Talbot Jr. I'm so proud of my little brother, Rich, and what has happened for him in this year. I, I try not to get choked up every time I think about it, but. He, he spoke highly of you. I interviewed him last week. When I tell you that he spoke highly of you for the opportunity, he wow. spoke highly of you. He really did. It's so funny. My wife and I, when we see something, and it's really her. If she sees something and she believes in something, it's like, I have no choice but to get behind it. But for Rich, we both saw and heard something that was going to be world changing in his voice and in his in his ministry. So we put everything we had into making sure somebody was aware of the great artist and the great minister he was. And to see where he is feels like the investment wasn't in vain. It wasn't just us. It was, He's something. He is someone that the world needed. So I'm just so proud of him. And he's on the record. Um, but more than anything, oh, Chris House, my, my good brother's on the record. Uh, he's from Virginia. Uh, David Wilfer, like I said, my, my, my bro pastor from All Nations, he's on the record. But more than anything, I'm excited because we every record we feature singers from Youthful Praise. Okay. And that's really important to me because mm -hmm. have, I have so many great, amazing singers that sing with you for praise. And they all like can sing circles around me, but they choose to follow me and choose to walk with me. Mm -hmm. And it's really an honor. So I want to make sure that I give them the, the respect that they're due by showing them not only as choir members or group members, but they're featured artists that choose to minister with me. So I'm, I love the record. I'm excited about everybody's with me. That's that's really good. And I, and I love it as well. And I really appreciate you, that you do carry you for praise with you. So that's that's good especially yeah. out as well. So a lot of people do not know my friend is a pastor. You and your wife. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so uh, let me see, 2019, I started to connect with uh, Apostle Matthew Stevenson. We met at an award show uh, in, in Rockford, Illinois, the SOAR Radio Awards. We were out there and he was being honored and I'd heard a lot about his ministry, um, but that night he was like, you know, 
he, he took a picture. He's like, hey, you know, love, love your ministry, love what you do. And he asked me something that most pastors don't ask. He said, so who checks on you? Okay. And, when, and when he said it, I was like, you know, I, I didn't, I, my wife, you know, I never thought about it. Yeah. Because what, here's the unfortunate part about gospel artists. When you serve as worship leaders or ministers of music, you become an employee, not a sheep. And for a while, I had I started to feel like I was just somebody who was responsible for worship, mm -hmm. but nobody was responsible for leading me. Mm -hmm. So to have someone who I respected as a, as a pastor and a leader ask me who was pastoring me meant a lot. Yeah. So we connected then. And he, he started to find out more of what was happening with my wife and I and how we were called to ministry. And he started to, you know, really pour into us and started to guide us in ministry. And then all of a sudden, my father-in-law at the in like August of 2019, we were at the, we were in the Love and Miracles tour. Mm -hmm. And he said to, my father-in-law said to me, it's time to stop running. God has called you to pastor. Now, my father-in-law is the one who raised me in ministry. Mm -hmm. So for him to give me that um, command and that and that um, to speak over me in that way was unusual. And I felt like it was God speaking to me within 24 hours. I kid you not. That was on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. By Tuesday afternoon, it was at 345. I can't forget it. Mm -hmm. Matthew Stevenson called me. My wife and I said, I'm about to start a work in Washington, D.C. Will you two lead it for me? Within 24 hours of my father-in-law speaking over my life. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, you know, we hung up the phone. My wife and I looked, uh, looked at each other like, what just happened? <laughs> That's good. good. Yeah. So good. we started to minister and serve. And, you know, we were leading like a monthly Bible study. study NY calls it NY Live. All Nation Worship Assembly, NY Live. So it's like a monthly Bible study. Mm -hmm. And at the end of December, December 31st, we, we became an official campus. So we started taking in members at the beginning of this year. And it's been an amazing journey to see people who really want a fivefold ministry, who really don't only want to be taught about how to um, be emotionally stable and financially stable, but they want to actually know the gifts of the spirit. They want to learn the word of God. That's what we're, that's why we're here. That's our calling. That's our vision to be able to fill that need. And we're excited and we're going to move forward. And as God says so. Let me tell you, I have called a couple of your wives. Um, Morning prayer. Yeah. Your wife is a five. <laughs> I'm like, I'm serious. And I'm not even saying this because we were on this live together. But what I'm saying is whatever your wife needs for me to help push out her ministry, I yeah. promise you, because I am and not taking anything for you. Please don't. It's sure. just sure. I love to see women in ministry, like for real, for real. And she is so powerful. Well, you know what, you know what, why that blesses me because my wife for obviously when you're an artist's wife, you, you, you become comfortable with the shadow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You become comfortable being behind the scenes and being the one that just, you know, we see you at the award show and you smile, mm -hmm. but watching her come alive in ministry has been amazing to me. I mean, of course I always knew uh, God had called her, but now you all are seeing what I saw at behind closed doors. And it's really amazing to see her push. And now she's leading intercessors and teaching them how to pray. And it's, it's, it's really an amazing journey.
And sometimes, and I'm glad you said it, because sometimes pastor wives, they can lose their identity behind the yeah. head. And I'm so glad that you're supporting everything that she's doing. She's a, she's always supported you. So it's yeah. something she is really like, I'm like, whoa, sis. Yeah, like, I'm looking at her because it's like, she's like, for real, for real. I mean, I, I, I think God has given me the gift to be able to break down scripture and teach, but she's like the real fireball. Like, like right. when she gets the microphone, it's like you already know an atmosphere is going to change. And I'm not saying that because I'm her husband. Right. I mean, like, I'm watching. I'm like, yo, she's right. it's there. It's really there. Yeah. Um, so dealing with ministry and dealing with music, what can we expect from you in 2021? Um, well, as far as music, you know, we're going to continue to push this record. I really believe. Uh, it's something special. And I'm not saying that because it's ours. This is the unfortunate part about the climate in this industry right now. Um, There's so much new music um, that it's easy to want to push a record for two weeks and you get a couple, you get your chart position, you get, you you push it for a few awards. And then after that, the the record is dead. Um, But I believe that there's a message in every song that we released so I really want to stay here for a while and make sure that the messages in each song are really portrayed and, and pushed out. Similar to what Maverick City does, where they have a record, but every song becomes its own story. Yeah. So that, that's what I really want to do with this record. Like, make sure the story behind and the story of every song is properly communicated. So we're going to do that with the, with the record. And we also, later this year, uh, we're going to release a youthful praise album, not JJ Harrison album. Okay. A, a youthful praise choir record. I'm not even going to sing that. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let you all hear actual choir music come from youthful praise. So I'm excited about that. And ministry wise, um, we're building. Um, I, I was talking to um, a good friend, a good friend of mine, Kenny, Kenneth Leonard Jr., Tasha Cobb Leonard's husband. Mm-hmm. And you would think that with, Tasha Cobb, Tasha Cobb Leonard's um, profile, that the whole building stage would be so easy. Mm-hmm. But it's a journey for everyone, no matter where you are, because you're helping to teach people, you're to tell, helping to help people grow, you're building a foundation. And I feel that's, that's where we are. There's such, I think I almost had too high of an expectation for myself right. because of what we've done artist wise um, to like, come in and everything be set up and we're ready on go time. Um, I'm back at um, stage one yeah. and I'm comfortable with that. Yep. Uh, B- Bishop T.D. Jake says something that was really amazing to me. He said, not to me, but he, he it felt like it was to me, but he preached it. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, what, what you have to do if you want to grow is be comfortable with being back at one. Right. Because, you know, many people, if you're in a one to 10 scale, you become comfortable being at 10 and you become afraid to be 11 because you're in a room with 20s. Right. And I feel like I'm an, an 11 in a room with 20s. Um, I, you know, I'm amongst preachers and pastors who have been doing this for years and they have huge ministries and they're teaching and producing in a certain way. And I'm, I'm at stage one, but I'm okay with that because I believe that where we are, we have room to grow. And I've asked everyone that's connected to me for the grace to grow. Right. And, you know, the main thing about ministry that I have learned, um, staying faithful and consistent. You yeah. And just listening, you got to know what your audience is asking for. And that's why 
because what I do, I, I'm a marketing director for my church here in Atlanta. So what I do is I get with my pastor and say, hey, pastor, more people are asking for prayers. So sometimes his sermon topics is what I see. And I'm like, OK, they're asking for this. There's a dire need for A, B and C. And I get on a list of things. He'll go back and you know speak to God on them. And then we build from there. You have to know what your audience is asking for. And that's why I was like, even with your wife, that main prayer thing. Whoa, yeah. it's important right now in this season. It's Absolutely. Apostle Stevenson says something um, that was really profound. He said one of the problems with the African-American church that we've had over the last decade is that we were answering questions that nobody was asking. Yep. <laughs> so we spent a whole lot of time teaching to preaching to stuff that nobody really cared about. And the questions they really had, we didn't have an answer for. So I think the way you are able to answer those questions is for people like you who are able to say, listen, this is what the people really want to know. This is what the people really need. And if you ignore that because you're you're more comfortable answering other questions, then you're actually not taking care of your sheep. You're taking care of yourself. Right. I'll never forget one time I was in this major. It was a a conference. and I heard what everybody, the, all the marketing people was talking about. They were talking about the lights and this and that. And it was irritating me so bad, JJ, that I was, mm-hmm. I had to finally being in a room with a whole bunch of men. I had to raise my hand like, hey, can I ask a question? Why is nobody talking about souls? Like, wow. Yeah. And I was looking at me like, did she just ask that? Yeah, because we haven't mentioned anything about these souls. And when I, when I'm on Set Apart and Chosen and I get all the emails of want to die or people are dealing with this. It, it hurts my heart. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Other people have their focus on different things, but we have to hear what the people are crying out for. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that. I got rebuked in a wonderful way by a friend of mine. Um, he said, um, you know, he's like, yo, your production is dope. For all of our services, we had, you know, we had youthful praise doing praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the, my my son who's really dope with videography, and we had a professional lighting company coming in. Everything was straight, but for two months, I hadn't done an altar call. Oh wow! Wow! So I made sure the production was right. I made sure I was teaching right. Um, we were praying, but then at the end of every service, nobody was asking if anybody needs Jesus. Right. So that's the that's the only complicated part about this day of production and full, you know, lights, camera, action, that we can be so consumed with making sure everything looks and feels good and forget the main thing that we are supposed to be winning souls. So I I took that rebuke. I said, I will never have a service without offering Christ ever again. So what you're saying is right. We can be really consumed with everything else except for what's the important thing. And once you win, I'm telling you, once you win those souls over everything else is going to just fall in place. I promise you. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So you, you mentioned that your church is in Washington. Yeah. Oh, you were in Washington when everything crazy hit. How did you feel about like, we were sitting here in in little Georgia, like, did that just really happen? How did you feel being there? I felt like, um, uh, it was almost like whiplash. Yeah. Because you immediately go in, like your adrenaline is flowing and you go into protection mode and you don't even get to process what's happening until after it happened. Because when it happened, 
my wife and I were texting um, church members. Like one one lady who's in, on um, in, in our who goes to our church. Her husband was in the Capitol. Whoa. Okay. We had people who work in the a lot. Most of our people live in D.C. A lot of people were trying to get home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't even get time to process what or why. We just had to deal with the fact that, okay, this is happening. Let's get our people safe. And then we called a Zoom where my wife just got on in. When I tell you somebody praying, she was, she lit fire on the Zoom and prayed for all of her and all the intercessors started praying. And this was while they were like really storming. Like before we even knew what was happening inside, we watched news and see what was happening outside. So the next day, we really started to process what had happened. And I was like, wow, we were really, we were potentially, it could have been a race war right, you know, right in the middle of where we are. Right. So what that told us is that we're not on assignment here for comfort. We're not on assignment here for numbers or for our profile. There's really a spiritual need for us to be in this area. So for me, I felt the burden First of all, like I said, I felt like the whiplash, like, wow, did that just happen? But then after that, I felt the burden of, you know, being responsible spiritually for an area, of course, with the other pastors in the area, but responsible spiritually for the area to make sure everybody knows Jesus in spite of all this and not consumed by fear, because the spirit of fear is a real thing. And we're already dealing with fear of, um, you know, getting sick with COVID. Now we have to deal with fear of what's happening you know, when it comes to these riots. I mean, if you try to go downtown DC right now, you literally feel like you're trying to get into a war zone. Wow. And this is some place we were just walking around freely three weeks ago. So it's really something that we're processing, but I believe God is going to get us out. And I believe that because of this, we'll be we'll have the opportunity to win more souls to Christ. I really feel so. I, I feel it as well. And I, I'm so glad for your ministry. The music ministry, ministry all together, and you, your family, y'all are doing some amazing things. I have been watching for afar from a, a while. And again, like your worship, the music ministry has is, is really blessing me. And I know it's blessing a whole, whole lot of more people. Is there wow. anything else you want to touch on before we um, log off today? I just want to say thank you to you and everyone who's been supporting our music. Um, if you don't have the Not Holding Back project, it's really a declaration for 2021. So I invite you to go get it, stream it, download it, um, do whatever you need to do to get it. And I promise you it'll be a blessing to you. And follow us on our social pages because we we put all our music out there and all of our messages out there. So we'd love to be able to connect with you. Absolutely, guys. Make sure you support this amazing project. And really, pretty much all your projects have been amazing for real. The ones I have heard, I can appreciate everything. So Thank you so much for joining the um, Valika B Project today. Guys, this is my friend, Pastor J.J. Harrison. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you so much. For time, but we are logging off now. But God bless you, sir. If you need anything, you know where I'm at. And guys, make sure you're following him and also supporting his music and ministry. Okay? Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. episode of the Valika B Project with your host, Valika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Valika B Project.